0: What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Inside the Baselines. I'm your host, Matt Ellis. Uh, and We are now on episode three. Uh, We're just getting started, so we have many, many, many more episodes to come out. Uh, Like I said, I'm going to try to put out two to three episodes a week. This will be the first episode in week one, um, especially with Hurricane Laura coming after us uh, and not knowing exactly what's going to happen. It's gonna give me ample time to go ahead and and uh, get some episodes out of the way, get some ideas jotted down, and move forward with this thing, and see how many how many things we can pump out in uh, in a week, and and see what the interest is, and make sure that we still have a good audience uh, captured. So, um, in this episode, we're gonna we're gonna cover a touchy subject for a lot of people, but it's something that definitely needs to be discussed, and it's uh, parents attending tournaments. Um, what does that mean? Well. And we're going to go over all the different types of parents and some of the mistakes that they make or what you can do as a parent when you're watching your child at a tournament. What should you be doing? Should you be coaching? Should you be supporting? Should you be getting in, you know, other kids' faces like sometimes that happens? Um, And you're going to learn a lot about yourself as well. Are you one of those crazy parents that kind of like gets all up in everyone's business? Or are you more of a calm parent that just sits back and just kind of whatever happens, happens? So um, without further ado, let's just go ahead and jump right into this thing. And um, I'll kind of give you some backstory about my parents attending tennis tournaments. Um, Some of you may know that my dad was actually my coach. His name is Bill Ellis. Uh, And, you know... When you have a parent who's your coach, there's an added amount of pressure involved when they come and watch you. Um, or if you have a parent who's got a vested interest in your tennis, there's definitely kind of an added amount of um, expectations, if you will, from us from the from the kids' point of view when they're playing. You know, they want to make sure that you're happy. They want to make sure that they make you proud and and things like that. So sometimes parents don't understand. What the child is going through on the tennis court, um, and 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 how that can be a huge factor in how they perform. So, my mom mainly took me to uh, to all of my tennis tournaments, and man, she was just a godsend. While she was there, she used to sit behind the court with her little fold-out uh, chair and her umbrella, and just kind of uh, just kind of watch me through my ups and downs. And good grief, I gave her some. I'm sure I gave her some brain aneurysms here and there with with how I would play cuz one day I'd play amazing the next day I'd just play absolutely terrible. And that's just kind of that's just kind of how it is in tennis, guys. You you never know what you're coming out with. You might think you're going to play great. You get on the court and nothing's working. And as a as a kid, you look over to your parents almost for like a reassurance. And, uh, if parents, if you can't keep your composure, then you are just adding more stress to your kid, you know, if you're, if you're making faces, if you're huffing and puffing and, and, uh, you're making a scene, um, then, you know, kids are just going to get that much more nervous and they're just going to play even worse. Um, and on the other hand, if parents, you know, if you're super calm and you kind of look disinterested, maybe you're on your phone or reading a book and you're not really paying attention, then. There's there's that side as well where the kids are like, hey, you know, why is it mom or dad or whomever's out there watching you, grandma, grandpa, et cetera, <clears throat> Why aren't they paying attention to me? Why am I playing that bad? You know, or what's going on? So, be aware that your kid is definitely paying attention to you. You know, when you're on the sidelines watching, and and they are kind of looking to you sometimes for reassurance. And I get that question a lot from a lot of clients, like, hey. Well, you know, what what's going on with my kid? How can I help him at tournaments? Well, you know, maybe it's a biased opinion, but my mom always uh, did the best thing, in my opinion, for me. She would just sit back. She would watch. She'd clap. She'd motivate me. If I was getting down and I was losing and I'd look over, she'd give me a fist pump like, come on, you know, get get it together and, and pull your head out and figure out how you're going to win this and how you're going to get back in this. And that was always that was always nice for me to kind of get back into a refocus situation where, you know, I was able to kind of regain some composure, fight back, you know, maybe I won, maybe I lost, but at the same time, you know, my mom was always there pushing me and making sure that I had everything I needed. You know, she'd get me water if I needed water. Um, I used to throw my racket over and changeovers and have her grip it up real quick. And, Man, she was so fast. She would grip it super fast before and she would throw it back over, and I was ready to go. And that was just one last thing that I had to worry about. Uh, that doesn't mean that you guys have to do that for your kid, but that was just, you know, that's not my personal experience and, and what my mom did for me. And, and uh, we had a lot of good times. So, parents, when you're taking your kids to these tournaments, make sure you're making memories with each other. You know, I, I always sit back and talk about all the long road trips we had. And, uh, you know, my mom would be driving to like North Carolina with us to go play zonals and, and I'd be in the car and I'd be like, all right, mom, you know, let's get this road trip in. And, uh, maybe like 10 minutes later I was knocked out and she had to drive all by herself. So I definitely know, I definitely know what it's like for parents to take your kids and, and uh, feel like you're doing all the heavy lifting, and that's for sure. That's for sure what you're doing. So keep in mind that you know these are memories that your kids are going to have forever, and you want them to be good ones. You want them to be positive ones. They're not all going to be positive, but you want them to be as positive as possible because you're going to hold on to these forever. Um, especially since tennis is a lifelong sport, you know they're they're going to remember these things every time they step on the tennis court. So create memories and have fun with it while it lasts. Um, now on the flip side, when my dad would come to tournaments, it was a little more stressful. You know, your coach slash dad is watching you and I always wanted to perform really well and good God, I would choke all the time and it was never against like a good player. It was always someone I should beat and I knew I should beat him. My dad knew I should beat him and then I would just get so nervous. I mean, even talking about it right now, I get a little, I get a little anxious about like... God, I can't believe I lost to that kid, and um, I'd look over at my dad, and it was a little tough for him to kind of keep his composure, you know, he would grab his hat and clench a fist, and he'd walk away, and you know, that was just frustration, he didn't want me to see that, so he would try to try to hide as much as possible, but I would always look over and try to look and see, oh God, did he see that I missed that easy volley on top of the net? yeah, of course he saw it. (laughs) And yes, we would hit a basket of volleys the next day uh, just to make sure that I never missed another one again. So, you know, it it was good having my dad there because he was able to watch. But at the same time, it was me that was creating this this world of pressure. And just know that your kids are doing the same thing. They're putting pressure on themselves just because they see you out there. They want to make you happy. You know, it wasn't my dad's fault that I saw those things. It's my fault. It was my fault for not paying attention. And and as time went on, you know, my dad got better at it, and, and um, we kind of had an understanding that, like, look, he's there to watch me and support me as my dad, not as my coach. And he took notes as my coach, but at the end of the day, he was there to support me. And once I kind of got to grips with that, then, then things went a lot smoother. Now, I had kind of both sides of the coin with my parents, and I'm just giving you some of my real-life experience and how... It affected me positively, negatively, however, but ultimately it was me that was making making all of those, you know, those pressure situations and your kids doing the same thing. So understand that if you're going to go there, you've got to be a great support system for your kid. You know, be there as a parent, be there for support. Don't try to get in there and coach your kid, especially if you're not a tennis pro you know take notes for your coach let them see like hey this is what happened during the match this is what I saw but don't get up in your kid's face and get upset the last thing they need is to feel bad after they lose you know give them some space let them come to you and talk to you and say you know mom or dad or whomever's watching me what what happened in that why did I why did I lose I felt like I was doing this and but really they were doing that and and that's your job as the parent you know is exactly what it is. Be a parent or a guardian or whomever you are, just be a support system for your kid. Um, I mean, I can tell you stories that would go for an hour and a half podcast easily. And, um, I'll give you one example of, of the type of parents that you can run into. Um, you know, I was playing this kid in a national tournament one time and I was beating him pretty easily. And, yeah, It was match point, and the kid hit a ball. It was going to go flying out, and I caught it in my hand. And I just remember looking at the ball, looking at the kid, and going, I can't believe I just touched that ball. I can't believe I just didn't let it hit the fence. And the kid was real cool. He was like, hey, man, don't worry about that. That ball was going out. That's your point. You know, I lost. It's no big deal. And we shook hands, and the kid was real cool. But when I came off the court, that dad got in my face was calling me a cheater can't believe you cheated my kid. you know and when you have parents like that it just looks so bad on the kid and just understand that if you're one of those parents that's going to get aggressive and start talking to other parents and and you're gonna say things to kids and all the things like that, you have the potential of getting ejected from these tournaments. If someone decides to go talk to an official or a tournament director and they say like hey this parent is is doing X, Y and Z, there is a possibility that you get kicked out and they take record of that stuff. And eventually, you know, it's like a three-strike rule kind of that if they keep having problems with you, they're just going to kick you out and ban you. And you won't be able to take your kid and watch your kid. Then you have a real big problem. So the best thing to do is just sit back and if you have another parent that's giving problems, don't try to handle it yourself. You know, as a parent, you can defend your kid a little bit, but when it gets to a certain point, go find a ref go get the tournament director, get someone who can do something about it besides, you know, trying to handle too much stuff by yourself. And you are going to run into that stuff, especially if you have really competitive kids. I wish I could sit here and tell you that as your kid gets better, that um, parents tend to calm down. (laughs) But the reality is, it's the exact opposite. I mean, parents get a little bit more intense, they get a little crazier, they get a little more in your face. And then they, all of a sudden, they they don't fear anything and they start telling you stuff and talking to your kids. I mean, I've had parents, you know, talk to me through the fence and telling me that I'm a cheater and that, you know, I should be losing and blah 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 blah, but don't don't be that parent. Understand the rules, you know, take a rule book with you, learn it and and that's going to help your kid too. If you know the rules, I mean, that's just going to help tenfold because my mom knew that rule book better than some of the officials. And there were things that my mom would be like, no, look at this page 14 article seven, and you'll see this rule here. And it it would surprise some people, but after a while, they get to learn that parent, just be like, you know what? That parent knows what they're doing. And they they take a little extra, a little extra time before they make a judgment call or uh, a parent starts, you know, messing with, with their kid, if, especially if someone knows the rule book. So do your due diligence, learn the rules, um, you know, make memories with your kids and, and try to make them as positive as possible. I understand that sometimes when you're in the learning process and, and you're going to these lower level tournaments and you know, your kids should be winning, but they're not understand that it's a process. It takes a long time to get that mental toughness of, of tournament play. And, you know, if, if, You can't sit back and watch it and understand that it's kind of like watching your kid drown a little bit. You throw them in the deep end and you hope they start kicking and and paddling and they're swimming. But the reality is sometimes they take on a little bit of water and you have to sit back and just let them figure it out. And it's very, very tough. It is extremely tough, especially when you're spending money on group lessons, private lessons, a training coach, etc., it's tough to sit back and watch because you expect them to win. But the reality is that they're going to learn more from their losses than their wins. So let them learn, let them develop and do your job, which is be a parent, be a support system. You know, if your kid's crying and and they're upset and they're visibly upset, that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. That means they care. So take the time to sit back and talk with them and, And let them understand that, yeah, you're there for them and that, you know, hey, don't worry, we're going to get back to the drawing board, I'll talk to coach X, Y, and Z, whoever your coach is, and we're going to get this figured out. So, um, you know, to summarize this entire episode, guys, parents can be a little brutal at tournaments. Um, maybe you're one of those parents and you just don't realize it. But most of the time, it's it's other parents and there's cheating that goes on, there's trash talking that goes on and it's really tough to sit back and grin and bear it but that's that's pretty much what you have to do. Your kids have to learn to deal with those things because like I said, it's only going to get worse. It's not going to get better. So they have to learn to deal with those things and, and just put them in the back of their mind and move on. So parents... If you're taking your kids to tournaments, number one thing, be a support system. Number two thing, let your child learn. And the third and most important thing, make memories with your kids because they will remember it forever. I still miss going to tournaments with my mom and doing things like that, and we post pictures on Facebook of tournaments we used to go to. We talk about them at family gatherings and all sorts of stuff like that. So, you know, create those memories and, and capture them and hold them on and, and make sure that they're as positive as possible. And that's only going to help your kid develop as a tennis player. So, guys, um, I could keep going on and on and on and on forever about this, but uh, I'm not going to. I'm going to try to keep these short so you guys don't get, get bored and, you know, end up stopping – this podcast before it's completed which i know some of you have just saying i know it um but guys uh stay tuned um we're gonna go over some more some more topics like this where i'm kind of giving you my two cents some of my life experiences and you take them from what they are but i truly appreciate all the positive feedback i've been getting people texting me and telling me like hey When's the next podcast coming out? Uh, don't worry, it's coming out right now. So I'm going to post this, and hopefully, you guys get around to listening to it before I put out the next one. So that way, you can give me some feedback if you have some questions about how to deal with certain things at tournaments. Feel free to feel free to text me, call me, um, hit me up on Facebook. You can message me, however, however you want to figure it out. If you're not a part of the Inside the Baselines podcast, on on Facebook. Get on there, and uh, that's a good way to interact with with everyone and myself. So, All right, y'all. I'm still looking for a sign out, so a co-worker told me just to say bye-bye, but I don't think that's good enough. So you guys hit me up with something that you think uh, would be a good outro. But uh, until then, get out there, play some tennis, and we'll see you on the next episode of Inside the Baselines. Thanks. Bye-bye.